this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Seven little things that give us away completely. Sometimes we don't realize that even little things can give away our true essence. A lot of the things we do instinctively, as well as our preferences, says a lot about our personality. Interestingly enough, far from everybody notices them. So, Brightside brings you the habits that can reveal a lot about our character. Prepare to find out more not only about your family and friends, but also about yourself. Don't take it way too seriously. Just have fun and watch the video. Number 7. Shopping Shopping is a big part of every person's life, whether you like it or hate it. And surprisingly, the way you shop can tell a lot about your personality. Most buyers can be divided into two types. The first ones actively study labels and require as much detail as possible before buying something. We all know a person like that, right? Well, this type of people is really inquisitive. They are interested in getting to the bottom of everything. Others, however, are the other way around. They prefer not to waste their time and are limited to surface information. They can be called frivolous. These types also act similarly in other life situations. For example, you can be sure that the thorough ones will know your entire life story before you even become close. People of the second type will most likely miss even important nuances. Number 6. The Desire to Wear a Watch Another thing that can say a lot about you without you even realizing it is whether or not you wear a watch. The easiest conclusion you can make is actually a true one. People who wear wristwatches for at least a year are usually more punctual and conscientious than those who prefer to give up this accessory. Most of the time this statement proves to the right, isn't it? That's not all. People who wear a watch might be introverted but emotionally stable, whereas those who don't wear one are less emotionally stable. Those of us who can't leave their house without a watch can be considered more reserved. Others who don't really like this small accessory are often way more open. Five, eating habits. It's safe to say that we all love food. Some people are into spicy dishes. Others like something a little more sweeter or salty. The choices are endless, and they can also tell a lot about a person's nature. Let's focus on your favorite type of wine and fruit consumption. 
It is believed that impulsive, less open, and less conscientious people prefer sweet wine and very rarely eat fruit. That doesn't sound like you? Well, don't worry, there's more. Those who prefer dry wine and gladly include fruit in their diet are more likely to be open, calmer, and more conscientious. Do these descriptions match your personality? Tell us in the comments below. Number four, words. The words we use in everyday life are also one of the main factors that big time characterize our personality. And it doesn't matter whether we say them out loud or write or type them. So let's get right into it. Anxious and emotionally unstable people usually use words related to negative emotions. It seems like quite a solid point after you read, for example, some widely and unnecessary negative comments online. Extroverts, on the other hand, prefer words that describe positive emotions. They rarely go on long rants, talking about something they hate and prefer to spend their energy on something that makes them happy. Conscientious people use words related to achievements more often, and open people usually choose sophisticated words and phrases where one can be more concise. Well, the saying, choose your words wisely, appear in a whole other light now, right? Number three, musical preferences. Music can set your mood for every occasion. When you're happy, you're listening to one playlist. When you're sad, you want to spend some time listening to something completely different. The kind of music you like to listen to can tell others about the peculiarities of your psyche because the music you listen to has a long-term effect on the brain. It's commonly believed that people who prefer sad or aggressive music to express their emotions are usually restless and nervous. Strangely enough, it can be quite true. As the majority of people prefer to listen to something way more bubbly and pop when they are feeling happy and carefree. People who prefer fun or quiet music are happy because the very process of listening to such music raises the mood and has a long-term effect on your well-being. Of course, everybody is different and doesn't mean that it's impossible to feel happy at the rock concert. For example, just don't listen to depressing music for too long. Let yourself be sad for some time, and then listen to some tunes that make you feel alive, no matter of what genre they are, and keep going. Number two, household chores. Every person has a different attitude towards chores. A lot of people can't stand them and want to get it over with as soon as possible. Others see ironing or cleaning the bedroom as a form of meditation. Whether you are in a first or second group, your choice reveals some of your personality traits. People who are happy to iron things, wash dishes, and play with children are easier to communicate with than those who don't like chores. Well, our parents will definitely agree with this statement, right? The explanation for this is easy. For the first type, the happiness of others is important. Therefore, they prefer to work around the house rather than moan about domestic trifles. They also tend to be more introverted. At the same time, more extroverted ones usually don't like doing housework and prefer resting or meeting with friends. They don't mind a little mess and try to get themselves out of doing chores with any opportunity they get. 
Number one, art. Attitude towards art in all its manifestations can also reveal a lot about the nature of a person. Usually, people are quite involved in at least one kind of art, no matter whether they are the artists themselves or they just find it fascinating and mostly observe. But you can also meet people who have no interest in art whatsoever. So what does this say about a person? Well, usually people who like poetry go to the opera or are engaged in art themselves are more sociable and open to everything new, unlike those who ignore art. The artsy people tend to be more accepting and open-minded about life in general. People with other hobbies and interests are often more straightforward and confident. And finally, here is a bonus. It has been established that people can determine how rich one is by simply looking at one's face when it expresses no emotion. Of course, this is all happening on the subconscious level when our mind quickly analyzes everything we see, from person's appearance to his or her clothes and shoes. This ability is often used when we decide to hire somebody. When we don't really know another person that well, our mind instantly turns to instincts and intuition. It is believed that people with a rich type of face are rejected less often. Accordingly, minor signals can prevent you from climbing the career ladder or increasing your income. However, at the same time, scientists are not yet able to accurately answer what exactly this rich factor is in an appearance. Nonetheless, it doesn't mean that the impression you make on somebody doesn't mean anything. Of course, most of the time, people's first impression of one another change as they communicate more. But this initial reaction, when you look at someone and either think they seem nice or not so much, is made out of those signals that your appearance unknowingly gives away.